0: Hi everybody. Welcome to More Than Kiwi. I finally did the podcast thing that I have been talking about doing for months now and I'm actually really excited but for this first episode I've been so stressed about what to talk about and I have no idea where I wanted to start or like what I wanted to say and so I'm gonna skip an intro and like skip the part That I tell you guys everything about me and all that jazz and I'm actually gonna just start by answering the questions that I had posted on my instagram a few months ago just like asking people what they wanted to know and there's actually some really interesting ones so I'm gonna go through a few of them and obviously not talk about all of them because some I would like to save for like later podcast episodes So if you stay tuned, then you can hear the answer to all of the questions, but at least now we'll start by going through a few of them. So I'm going to start off with some easy ones. Um, Somebody asked what kind of things I hate. I don't feel like I hate a lot of things, but I know that there's some things I get from my mom, actually, that I hate. Um, We both hate hearing the sound of people, chew. Which sounds really weird, but I promise you that has to be like the most annoying thing ever. I also hate when like people blow their noses in public places. Like if I'm in the middle of class and someone just whips out a tissue and starts blowing their nose. Like that literally drives me insane. And I don't know why, but I think it's just so gross and so rude. Um, I don't know. I feel like I have like weird pet peeves, but I don't really hate a lot of things there's some foods that I hate. Like I can't stand asparagus. Um, don't really like a lot of sushi, but I wouldn't say I hate sushi as a whole cuz I'll eat some of it, but not a lot. Um, but yeah, I don't hate very much. I try not to. Um, okay, somebody asked me how my transition is moving away from home. Actually, that was pretty common. Like being away from home, how is it not being by my family, that kind of thing, living on my own? I would say it was definitely the hardest thing I ever had to do. Well, okay, maybe not the hardest thing, but one of the hardest things. I have like a really good relationship with my family, at least my immediate family, like my mom and my brothers. And most everybody knows that. And so I think moving away from them, was like literally heartbreaking and I remember (laughs) I remember being in the dorms and it was like barely through week one like I think we were at like the last day of our first week in the dorms like on our own doing our own thing and all the freshmen were like going to dinner going to get ice cream or something random and had asked me to go and I was like no I'm okay Um, I told them I had to do homework. Or something. I don't know. I came up with a random excuse. And I literally laid in bed and cried the whole night. Which was like weird for me because I don't cry often. And if you know me then you know that. But I literally was like crying myself to sleep because I was so homesick. Um, But now it's not that hard. Which no offense mom and brothers but like it really isn't that hard. Like I think I've gotten used to doing life on my own. And, like, having to take care of myself and rely on people that aren't my mom and my brothers. And it's been, like, really good for me. Good for me in a lot of ways. Not just, like, oh, I know how to go grocery shopping now. Or, like, I know how to cook a few things for dinner and, like, that kind of thing. But, like, also good for me to kind of self-reflect a lot and understand that, like, the people around me don't always catch on to the clues that like I'm not doing well or there's something wrong. And so it's made me like really come out of my comfort zone and learn how to like ask for help or want to hang out. Then I have to actually ask people and it's not like people are just inviting me places. So, yeah, I, I think. College life is like what you make of it, at least that's what I've learned so far is like it can be bad if you don't try to enjoy it or it can be really good if you try to actually enjoy your life and even through covid like you can still find ways to like do things that make you happy and so i think that's been important to learn and like understand about myself too okay next question um Okay, there's a few that it's like, what did it take to play D1? Committing, that kind of thing. I think I'm going to save that for like a whole nother episode. And all I'm going to say about it now is like, it takes a lot to play at this kind of level. And I think I had a pretty naive outlook on what it did take before I got here. But those first that first day actually not even first few days but like that first day of 20 hours when you're going to weights for an hour 3 hours of practice you have three classes two tutors that night and you're still doing your homework and everything like it takes a lot but it's all about how you look at it and how you approach the situation like obviously yes it takes a lot but the game gives a lot back to you and like life D1 life gives a lot back to you not just like oh you get a lot of gear and i get new shoes and like that kind of thing but like the relationships that you build with your teammates and like coaches and even support staff like i like feel like i genuinely have like a second family every day because there's people that care about me and people that like want to see me succeed and it only feels that way if i'm actually buying in and so i think like yeah it takes a lot and it's a lot of practicing and it's a lot of weights and you don't ever kind of feel like you get a day off even though you do have a designated day off but like sometimes it feels like a lot but you have to understand like if you want to do it then that's what it takes and I mean I love it so no part of me would change the situation that I'm in I don't know maybe that doesn't make sense but that's all I got for now (laughs) um okay this is a not easy one, but I guess it's a good one. The best advice for high school as an upcoming freshman. Um, Coming from somebody who showed up to freshman orientation and knew absolutely nobody and had no idea where anything was, um, I was the new kid in school. And I think what really helped me was like engaging in different activities. Like, yes, I played softball. And so that made it easy to make some friends but I got involved in like the biotech academy and I got involved in leadership and like that kind of thing and so I think integrating yourself in as many like different things and giving yourself that opportunity to like make friends is helpful and also like do your schoolwork and like study and stuff I guess um I don't know freshman year I feel like is hard no matter what like Freshman year in college is hard and freshman year in high school is hard. And I think they're both kind of hard in the same ways where, like, you feel like you have no idea what you're doing all the time. But you'll figure it out and, like, ask for help for sure. Make sure you ask for help. Um, Okay, let me see. Let's see. What are your best ways to deal with anxiety? I don't know. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out like really. I um I've had anxiety for a long time. Um when I was little it manifested, I guess you could say, um I had a real really bad habit of biting my nails and I still do. Like I still pick at them and still have like some weeks or like sometimes where I'm like, "Oh wow, this is getting really bad." Um But I think it's also like understanding my triggers was the best thing for me and like learning what things kind of set me off um i don't know i'm really trying to think like i've started doing these paint by numbers pretty frequently and they're actually really cool and really fun but i think it's a good way for me to kind of like settle myself down and kind of like come back to centered i mean i don't want to sound super holistic like hippie meditating but really it does help me like kind of calm down and understand that like I am one with myself I don't I don't know how to explain it but I do love them and it's something that's like positive for me that's not softball or positive for me that's not my family you know like I feel like finding things that are positive for you that are just yours has helped me like Knowing that I can come home and journal and nobody's going to read that journal. It's like I have a secret diary and I really like it actually, but I have like four journals in my room and they each have like 10 pages filled out because I switch between all of them all the time or like I buy a new one. But I think it's all good in the sense that like it helps me center myself and kind of calm down. I also like ice cream. I feel like when I eat ice cream, nothing ever feels wrong. So if I'm in a really like antsy mood or something, I just eat some ice cream. And I know that probably doesn't help with anxiety, but I feel like it does help. So that's what I'd like to leave it at. Um, okay, let me think. Let me look at a different question. How do you stay so positive and motivated? I remember reading this question the first time and I actually laughed. Because I think people get the wrong idea about me I would like to say that i'm positive and I I think I am like I think I am very optimistic in many ways, but I also have a lot of bad days and I go through a lot of like Struggle days. I guess you could call them like I wouldn't say they're like Episodes or something like that, but also like I, I do struggle, and I think I do a good job at hiding it, which isn't a good thing, and I know that that is something I need to work on, I understand that, but I do very well at hiding my bad days from a lot of people, and so, I don't know, I think I put off a positive outlook, and like, I am motivated pretty often like I would say probably five out of seven days a week I'm motivated but that's not consistent like I go through spurts like where I'm very motivated to go do extra or like go do things but I also go through a lot of days where it's like I don't even want to get out of my room or I don't even want to leave my room or like I don't want to get out of bed and I just kind of feel blah like I don't want to do anything and I don't feel like I have the energy to do anything. Um, But I don't know. I think because of how much trauma and like hard times that I went through and have like gone through when I was younger and even still like this past year has been really hard and like it's still really hard and um, my family has been going through a lot, but I think Within the past like year and a half, two years, I've tried really to find the good in something. And I think that came from my high school counselor, honestly. He told me one day, I went into his office. Actually, let me just back up. I had my car break down. Um, So I was borrowing Elijah's truck. And if anybody knows this story, you're probably laughing right now because you know exactly where I'm headed. Um, so my car had broken down, stuck in the driveway, couldn't drive it. So I was borrowing Elijah's truck and I literally get to the light from my street. Like and people know where I live. Like I literally got to the light, made that right turn, headed to school. And that day we had senior project meetings and so I had to be at school by like eight, even though it was a late start day. Um, and so I make the turn and the car like stops like literally I got it to pull over But the check engine light came on all these lights came on and I could not get it to start again Like turned it off tried to turn it back on would not start and I was like, oh my gosh How am I supposed to get to school? I was freaking out and This was my second car problem in two weeks and I was like I'm a mess and whatever. So I call my friend and I was like, hey, how far are you from my house? And she was like, literally like 20 minutes. I'm not even past whatever. Like I'm barely, I haven't even left my house yet. And I was like, well, what if I told you I was on the side of the road, stranded? Like then how far are you from my house? And she was like, I'll be there in five. So she came and picked me up and we made it literally like right on time to senior project meetings. Mind you, my high school counselor was like godsend and he literally helped me with so many things and I don't think I would have made it through high school without him honestly and if you're listening to this you like you literally us pierce kids are forever in debt to you but he was my senior counsel or not senior counsel my senior project mentor and so I showed up and I'm like flustered and he can tell and he was like what is wrong with you and I literally just started crying and I'm like I have no luck and the car broke down and blah 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 and I was like freaking out and he was like Kiana you need to take a deep breath so I am like trying to catch my breath freaking out because Elijah's car's on the side of the road and I didn't have a way to get home that day my mom was already at work and it was like it was a mess and I needed to get it towed but I didn't know how to do it whatever and anyways like more of the story the whole point of this story was he was like you need to find the positives like what if something happened and like what if um like what if God was looking out for you today and he knew that if you were to make it to school in your own truck like you might have gotten an accident or you might have gotten caught in traffic or you might have this and I was just like well I never thought of things like that and he's like you have to start not start but like you have to find the positive and like understand that everything happens for a reason and so I think that's kind of stuck with me so far and I try to use that like outlook on pretty much everything and my mom kind of gets irritated sometimes because I use that on her and I'm like well things happen for a reason and like everything happens the way it's supposed to happen we have no control over it so you just have to keep pushing forward and like that kind of thing and this year has been really hard like um most people know I would assume but um in January we found out that my dad passed away. And that was a difficult relationship in itself, and it had been a while since I'd actually even spoke to my dad. And so there's a lot of emotions and, like, a lot of things going on and stuff. And then I um, had to come back to school, and I was here for school all spring and played and had a really hard time on the field. And, like, I remember telling my mom, like, I don't—I didn't know what the reason was for, like— all of the bad things that were happening, I would say. But now, like, looking at it, um, I think coming back to school was probably the best thing for me, even though in the moment it was really hard. And I had a very, very hard few months and cried probably more than I ever thought I could cry. But it kind of gave me this new, like, outlook on, like, the game and life and people and, like, this like lack of hesitation to reach out anymore and like make sure that my people know that I care about them and like I want to be around them and stuff like that because there was a lot of things that could have happened differently in the situation with my dad and so I don't know I, I got away from the question like really far but how do I stay positive and motivated um I just try and like take things as they are and not I'm learning to, like, not overthink and not do too much with situations that are given to me and just kind of, like, okay, yeah, that sucked or, like, yeah, that was good, but what's next? And, like, I know that doesn't always sound like the best solution, but, like, I was always taught that, like, when bad things happen, you let yourself feel it and you let yourself process the emotions and if you need to cry, then okay, you cry, but once you're done feeling it, like, that's done. like. You don't dwell and you don't hold on to things because that doesn't help and that doesn't ever make the situation better. It just kind of makes you worse. So yeah, I don't know. I I just try. I guess I don't have an answer to how I stay so positive because things usually are not great. Like yeah, life is good and it's not like terrible. But if anybody knows me more personally, the this- This far, you know that like a lot of things have sucked, and so it's hard sometimes. But I think surrounding yourself with the right people and like making sure when you need help, ask for help because like there's nothing to be ashamed of for asking for help. So, yeah, okay. Well, most of these questions I think I want to get to later. Like, I think the majority of these questions are like topics I can use for future episodes, and so yeah. Somebody asked, why are you so awesome? And I just want to say, if you remember asking this question, you're so awesome too. And I appreciate you a lot. (laughs) But anyways, if you listened this far and you heard me talk to myself for 20 minutes, I really appreciate you. And I hope you come back for the next episode. Because hopefully, just hopefully, I will have more plans. And I will have it more planned out and you won't have to listen to me say um so many times. But for now, this is the end of episode one at More Than Kiwi, and I'm really glad that people listened if you did. So thank you so much for all of your support, and I love you guys, and yeah, that's just me.